Hello there, paperweight people. We have a great show for you today, but first I get to take a moment and tell you about Bebop's. Brittany's Brick Oven Pizza is a mom-and-pop pizza shop located at 2034 Lanier Drive in Madison, Indiana, and they happen to be the sponsor of this episode. Stop by today to enjoy a delicious pizza featuring handmade dough and sauces, fresh toppings, all cooked to perfection in a brick oven. Also, try one of Susan's homemade desserts and treat yourself to a local wine or beer. On a personal note, Bebop's is my family's favorite pizza place. I'm partial to the Chicken Bacon Ranch while my wife can't get enough of the Boss Hog Barbecue. Call 812-274-3337 or stop by Bebop's today and tell them that Paperweight sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I'm your co-host tonight, Derek Hoskins. With me, as most of the time, he wasn't here last week, but normally with me, as always, is my good friend and yours, Mr. Ian Torrance. Ian, how you doing, buddy? I'm a little sleepy, Derek. I completely forgot that I wasn't here last week, and I almost skipped that again because I fell asleep. Not because this episode was boring. I wouldn't know. I fell asleep at the very beginning. Yes, yeah, so this defense, is going to be a little bit of a different one. Remember how I told you last week that I didn't finish the episode and that's why I didn't come on last week? Mm-hmm. Well, I finished last week's episode. And then you fell asleep tonight. during this. <laughs> then I fell asleep during the beginning of this one. Fell asleep I've been exhausted finale. all day. And it's one of those things like, have you ever been at work or out and been like, oh, man, I'm so sleepy. And then you get home and you're like, I have all the energy in the world all of a sudden. Yeah. It's it's a cruel joke that the world plays on us, and then all of a sudden I'm laying here and I'm just like, oh, here it comes, it's coming back. <laughs> so yeah, that is why I fell asleep, my friend. Well, that's all right. I I understand. Uh, so this is going to be a relatively short episode um, since Ian didn't get a chance to watch it. I didn't want to be on here alone again, just talking at you. Um, all of our, I didn't want to be talking at at you, paperweight fan, singular. Um, just by myself. So I thought we'll, we'll banter because here's the thing. This was not the plan for tonight. Uh, at the time of recording, it is about quarter to nine Eastern time. Um, our original plan was going to be, I would talk about the finale of Ahsoka, talk about my thoughts of the series overall, since Ian kind of dropped off last week. I knew he wasn't loving the show because of everything we've discussed previously. Um, and, then we were going to go straight into Loki, but Disney decided in their infinite wisdom to act like a cable news channel and uh, drop Loki at nine o'clock tonight. Um, so as of right now, Loki hasn't even dropped. So we're unfortunately going to have to talk about that next week. I was really excited about getting a chance to talk about a show and having it drop like midnight after the release. And uh, that didn't work next week. We're going to try and get both episodes and, uh, and we'll try and do that going forward. But as it is, we're going to uh, do a quick discussion of Ahsoka. I'll talk about the finale, Gideon's thoughts on the series as a whole, um, and we're going to get out of here. Uh, before I do any of that, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, ring the notification bell, and share this video with your friends. Um, really, really would appreciate that. Thank you very much for those of you watching and those of you listening. If you're on the podcast form only, don't forget to rate and review us. It really does help. Uh, so getting into it really quick, uh, Ahsoka season finale. I 
for anybody that has not been watching or listening to our reviews, I've been enjoying this show. I love Ahsoka as a character. I was very excited about it. I didn't love this finale. I don't think it was a great finale. Excuse me. I'm still getting over this weird like cold slash sinus infection that happens every year in the Ohio River Valley. So uh, apologies for my voice and all the coughing that's going to happen. It was okay. It it wasn't great. I knew it was going to end on a cliffhanger. You know, spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen it. Ian, spoilers. Uh, It ended on a cliffhanger, um, which I expected it to because this is going to build into whatever they're doing with Dave Filoni's feature film. If that ends up happening um, to kind of tie in all of these properties together and uh it just felt like a a kind of a waste of time by the end of this series i I feel like this could have been a a two-hour movie and could have gotten the same amount done uh that we did in what was it six episodes i think so yeah and i just uh as much as i love everything that happened with ezra i love the fact that we got some great callbacks in this episode um, the interaction between Ezra and Hu Yang and the fact that Ezra built, built his lightsaber to look like Kanan's, uh, the the wonderful little bit of of history about Hu Yang helping Kanan when he was then Caleb, of course, build his first lightsaber and how it was unique. I really enjoyed all of that. There was a lot to like about this and a lot moving forward that I'm excited about. But the fact that we didn't get anything wrapped up with Balin Skull or uh, Shin, either of their stories and knowing that Ray Stevenson is gone. And so he's not going to get to carry that character on, even though I was very excited for what, what he was doing there at the end, standing on those giant Lord of the Rings esque monoliths of the father, the son and the daughter from the Mortis gods, excuse me, a lot to be excited about, but unfortunately I just felt underwhelmed by the series as a whole. Um, Didn't hate it by any means, but of the, live action star Wars series that we've gotten so far it's towards the bottom, just above Boba Fett for me, unfortunately. And I really, I really expected it to be a lot higher. Uh, probably my favorite of all of them. And it just, it didn't reach that mark. Um, again, not all negative. I enjoyed bits of it. I enjoyed a lot of, a lot of it, but it just wasn't enough with the ending that we got and the story that we got and no real hope and sight for the future of what's going to happen since we've had, the while the WGA strike is over, the SAG strike is still going on, so it's going to be a while still before anything can be filmed. Um, I just, I just can't get overly excited for what they're going to do moving forward, even though there's a lot of intriguing things. So <clears throat> that's my two cents on this series as a whole, uh, season as a whole. Not sure if we're getting a second season or, like I said, if they're going to wrap this up in Dave Filoni's movie. Um, so Ian. I know that you didn't get to watch the last episode. Um, you didn't miss out on a whole lot. I mean, it it ended pretty much the way you expected it to end. They, you know, they fought their way to try and get onto Thrawn's ship to get home. Some people make it back. Some people don't. So knowing that, you know, it ends on a cliffhanger, what do you think of the season overall? And do you think that it did well enough to get a, a, a second se- season? Or do you think they're just going to wrap it up in a movie? I don't think my assessment is fair. I really don't. That's fair. Um, because, thank you, um, because this is going to be short and sweet. As a whole, this is not a bad series whatsoever. It wasn't. It wasn't Book of Boba Fett bad to me. Um, I am not a fan of Book of Boba Fett until uh, un- until uh, Din Djarin showed up. So yeah. everybody knows that that uh, has tuned into the show. 
the issues I have with this show is not even issues. It's my own issue. It's my own fault. It's the fact that I didn't watch Rebels and I didn't watch uh, Clone Wars. So can I sit here and say that it was not very enjoyable? No, I, I enjoyed certain aspects of the show and I thought it was exciting at times and confusing space whales. Um, <laughs> overall, if I had to rank it, or I mean, if I if you wanted me to give it a grade out of ten, I'd still give it at least a six. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a watchable and it's an enjoyable show for those of us who didn't watch all that and don't know what's going on. I know who Thrawn is, but I don't know him well enough to mm-hmm. know anything about him. I just know who he is, so I knew he existed. I also know who Kanan is. Uh, I have the first uh, issue of Kanan in the Disney um, Marvel. Uh, and issues. you got to you got to see him in Bad Batch season one also because that was True. the the Padawan at the beginning of Bad Batch yeah very very game. beginning so uh, so I've got to I've got to experience some of that but not to the full effect as a lot of people have which again is to nobody's fault but my own uh, I guess what I'm getting at is I think I would have enjoyed it more if I was on the same level as you if I had mm. seen all the all the content that uh, led up to this because like i said man this show to me seemed like it was just a huge nod a huge callback Mm -hmm. to to the previous shows which is perfectly fine but like i said i think uh filoni i I said this two weeks ago i think he kind of swerved us on that because i feel like he did come out and say like oh it's still going to be enjoyable even if you haven't watched and i'm not i know that's kind of a contradiction it is still enjoyable not but not to the degree that he made it sound in my right um, so again, I've got I've got no quarrels, I've got no beef with this show. Uh, it is washable. Um, I think it does have a little bit of replay value, especially if I went back and watched Clone Wars mm-hmm. and uh, Rebels. Uh, Book of Boba Fett to me does not have replay value. So yeah. that's saying something with this with this show because um, my words get misconstrued sometimes. If I'm not overly excited about something, some people think he yeah, just absolutely hated it. And that's right. that's not true. That's not true at all. It is with some things, but not this. So yeah, my two cents. Uh good show. I need to watch the source material. Come back and watch the show. Maybe see if I can appreciate it more. And I don't know. I guess a season two would be fine. Uh, but I agree. If you could wrap it up in a two hour movie or even two and a half hour movie. Go go for that. But if you have a big plan that's going to tie other stuff in to different shows or movies or whatever, because a lot of people know that watch this show, uh, Ahsoka not only was in Rebels and Clone Wars, but Ahsoka was in uh, The Mandalorian a few seasons. So And Book of Boba Fett for an episode. Book of Boba Fett. So if you're going to tie all that stuff together Boba and Fett. continue... Boba Fett. Boba Fett. If you're going to tie all that in together, that's perfectly fine. Then yeah, go ahead and do another season. I personally don't think a whole another season is necessary as of right now. That's my opinion. I saved the movie. Yeah, I think that that's live the best action. Way to go. Right? Live action. Yeah, movie? live action. Okay. Yeah, and I don't want to. Before we wrap up, that I, I don't want to say that there was nothing that I I, I went pretty heavy on my negatives on this episode. Uh, Lars Mikkelsen phenomenal as Thrawn. I, I said mm-hmm. I've said that before. He was great. He got some really good like cold calculating grand admiral thrawn moments in this where he was like sacrificing people for the greater good of the empire making sure that his plans were going to move forward there was a lot of great stuff in there about how he's learned from his past mistakes and rebels and he even mentions hey 
I understand what can be lost from the good deeds of one Jedi. Cause Ezra is the whole reason why Thrawn was defeated in the first place. So one Jedi was able to thwart him before he's not going to overlook three, um, you know, because while Sabine is not a Jedi yet, she's being trained and uh, you know, Ian to spoil it for you, they built up to it the entire season. She finally unlocks her abilities and is able to use the force in this episode. Oh, fucking spoiler. <laughs> so Thrawn made the very right call of he sent in TIE fighters to, to try and try and deal with them. That didn't work out. He sent in squads of death troopers, essentially like uh, essentially zombie troopers, which was incredibly cool to see that. Uh, that was something that was that was shown only in Clone Wars that this weird like night sister magic can reanimate corpses. Um, you know, he sent them after them. Um, he he kept throwing things at them to slow them down so that he could get away. He made some really smart moves and it set him up to be the antagonist moving forward in this time period in between the Empire's fall and the First Order's rise. And I think that that's great. This set things up for the future. Uh, Amandus Fani. Uh, I think is how you pronounce his name. I apologize if that's not correct. Um, is great as Ezra. He's done a fantastic job. He's got the voice down, the mannerisms down, the humor down. He seems like an older Ezra. Uh, his relationship with Sabine was great. Ahsoka's relationship with Sabine coming full cir- circle from a contentious master Padawan relationship to a mutual respect i trust you i'm here for you we're going to learn together we're going to grow for ahsoka really coming into her own as a master that was great uh sabine's choice at the end exactly what she should have done wonderful um and like i said you know there were a lot about the there was a lot about this season that i really really loved and a lot about this finale that i really really loved the final scene uh with hera was great uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a phenomenal actress and she played that scene perfectly. Uh, Chopper had a great little moment to shine. Everything about it was was great for a deep cut Star Wars fan, but from a story point of view, the, the finale just didn't do what it needed to to be satisfying. While I enjoyed it, it wasn't a satisfying conclusion because it was a middle chapter feeling where the story technically wrapped up, but not really. You can tell there's more coming down the line. And without the knowledge of when that's coming, it really just leaves kind of a sour taste in your mouth. And you just don't, there just wasn't enough in this episode. So again, while I talked a lot about the negatives, there were a lot of positives. I'm excited for what they're going to do moving forward. Um, (laughs) Balin Skull is one of the best villains in Star Wars, and we barely got to see him. And I'm really, really, really sad that A, he didn't get to see his re- the reaction that fans had to him because Ray Stevenson has been beloved so far in the series. And we're not going to get to see what he was going to do moving forward. They're going to have to recast, excuse me, recast the character or pivot away from him. And um, I don't I don't envy anyone the task of taking up after the the great work he did with so little screen time in this in this show. It was it was wonderful. So rest in peace to Ray Stevenson. Um, and, uh, here, here's hoping that Dave Filoni brings it home with whatever they're going to do, whether it's him or John Favreau that builds the next part of the story, you know, fingers crossed that they get it all together in a satisfying conclusion. Cause that's what I want. I want a satisfying conclusion to the story. That's all I care about. All right. I just want to be satisfied. I just want to be satisfied. 
Um, so with all that, Ian, anything else you want to say? I know that I, I made Ian hop on here. I knew he hadn't gotten to watch the episode. Um, but again, I did not want to just sit here staring at this camera. Uh, I needed somebody. He to wanted to stare at up. me. I wanted, I needed somebody to break up in the monotony and, uh, I can't get over that beautiful beard across this, uh, this computer monitor. So yeah, Ian, anything you want to say before we, uh, before we wrap up and get out of here? No. No, I don't. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, we are going to wrap up and get out of here because we're going to go watch uh, this new Exorcist movie that is probably going to be terrible, but we'll have a good time watching it. And that's all. Oh, that we're going to have a good time. We're going to have an absolute blast. So we're going to hop off here, go and watch Exorcist. Check out Silver Screen Scoundrels next week uh, on Wednesday. That review will be up for that. And, um, and next week, come back to Paperweight, and we will talk about the first two episodes of Loki, and we're going to just continue on with that. Um, I don't think I got to say it last week. Uh, congratulations to the Writers Guild. If I did, whatever, I'm going to say it again. Congratulations to the Writers Guild for getting a deal made. Um, let's stay in, stay strong for SAG and hope that they can get the AMPTP to come to the table and get that cleared up so that everybody can get back to work. They can do what they like to do, and we can keep doing what we love to do and talk about these wonderful movies and, and TV shows. Um, so with all that out of the way, uh, don't forget to check out our wonderful sponsor for this episode, Bebop's Brittany's Brick Oven Pizza in Madison, Indiana. If you're in the southern Indiana area, make sure you go and check them out. They are fantastic. Um, also, check out our merch store. We have the uh, our Spooky Season logo that is on for a limited time there if you want to check it out. And... Um, you know everything else to do. Follow us on all the social media. And I said everything else at the beginning of the video. So thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Ian, thank you so much for being here. Um, <laughs> this has probably been the easiest podcast that you've had to record in a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so all that down and out of the way, I have been Derek. He has been Ian. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Oh my God. I botched the, the ending so much. Botch that outro. <laughs> This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. <laughs> we'll do better next week. We'll see you next time.